Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are a blended family. 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 And we are a blended family. Hi, we're Doctors Larry and Carol Snap. We're glad to have you with us today. All right, here we are. Blended families, week eleven of twelve. Skip ten. We'll do that next week. Respondent grace, not emotion. This is one of my favorites. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Like a gift. Like salvation. Mercy, on the other hand, is not getting what you do deserve. As in punishment. Um, mercy for sinners is not being destroyed. Salvation is more grace. That's a gift that was given to us, but we have to accept it. We can reject grace if we want to. Uh, it's a little tougher to reject mercy, I think, because you're basically not getting what you do deserve there. Uh, we look at Luke 12, 48. To whom much is given, much will be required. And when you think about what God did for us, Christ on the cross, that's pretty uh, pretty big deal. He paid penalty or the wages of sin, he paid that debt, which is death. It's, uh, like I was saying before, God is not on his throne with a twice water or a sledgehammer just waiting for us to mess up and then smack us. That's, that's not grace orders. So, it is because of what God has given us, he expects a lot out of us. We've said in other classes that you know, as a Christian, we are volunteers in his army. He expects us to go do stuff as one of his soldiers, right? So it's a big military kind of thing. Uh, now, I think we've probably said it before, but we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And we are not saved by good works, but we are saved for good works. And it's through the, the good works that we do after salvation that we prove that we're saved. Right? It's not that we do stuff. I mean, other religions, it's all about works. You know, if you do the right stuff, you, you're okay. God tells us nobody's that good. You know, it's like uh, a couple of classes ago, we had two different trees. Trees in the garden, the tree of life, knowledge, good and evil. Works is all about trying to get higher in the wrong tree. 
you're selling, you could be at the very tip top of the tree, but you're selling the wrong one. Right? You got to go through Christ to get in the tree of life. Uh, Romans six fourteen, we're no longer under the law, but under grace. And that's the New Testament versus the Old Testament. That was what Jesus ushered in. Was the, the age of grace. Forgiveness of sins, the debt had already been paid once and for all. Right? And so now we all live under grace, even the lost, but eternal life belongs to those who believe in Jesus. Now, just last time we were talking about all the different laws that they had that basically showed us that we were sinners. And we need a Savior. And that's Christ on the cross. That was Him being the final sacrifice for our sins. Three days later, He was resurrected. So that brings us to eternal life if we believe and accept Him as our Savior. Um, so this is responding grace, not emotion. It's the difference between responding to something versus reacting to something. The two biggest differences here is responding requires thought. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Take every thought captive as unto the Lord. So, you have to think about what you're thinking about. That's what that means. Take every thought captive, okay, I got this thought, is that good with God's word or is that outside God's word? Mm -hmm. You have to evaluate it and then choose wisely. <laughs> you still have that op opportunity to choose badly, but if you're taking a captive and thinking about, is it, you know, do you have your Jesus glasses on? Are you looking through that filter of the word of God? And if it is, then fine, go with that. But you know, your flesh gets in the way sometimes and uh, you just want to do what you want to do. So responding requires thought. Reacting is basically a reflex. It's There's no thinking. It's just doing. I keep thinking of the few times I've had to get the doctor's office a little rubber hammer on your knee. Right? You know it's coming. You know it's going to happen. <laughs> You can try and try and try and not to jerk your knee. Yeah, but it jerks anyway. But it jerks anyway. Yeah. If they hit the right spot, it's going to jerk. Yeah. Whether you think about it or not. So a reflex is no thought given to circumstances. It's more of an emotional response to something. Some kind of circumstance, some kind of stimulus. You know, people talk a lot about triggers today, you know. Everybody gets triggered by something. But as a Christian, you have the ability to not be triggered by certain things. Holy Spirit gives you the strength to do that. So responding requires thought. Reacting is no thought. It's just a reflex, and it's based on emotion. The responding, because you're taking everybody captive, now you're running it through the Word of God. It's a true or not true situation. Reacting is just, here's how I feel about what just happened, and then boom. You 
lash out, you punch, you throw something, you know, you scream and holler, something like that. Some kind of thing that's on the list of flesh works in the flesh. <laughs> it's not going to be on the list of fruits of the spirit. I pretty much guarantee that. Um, okay, so Matthew twelve thirty four: Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's coming out of someone's mouth is a pretty good indicator of uh, what condition their heart is. Are they? Is their vertical relationship in a pretty good place, or is it a little off, or is it way off? You know, where it's like somewhere in here. Is it very godly speaking, or is it fleshly? You know, somewhere in there. And most of us are sort of in between. You know, but it's it's a hard thing. It's not what do you know or don't know. It's what's in the heart. What are you believing to be true? Uh, bad choices, it's not always Satan, sometimes it's just our own flesh, you know, we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. You know, consequences be damned. I like the way Deborah did that. You know. Best scenario, worst scenario. If you can handle the worst one, go for it. But if you're, that's you, it's not me. you got to deal with it. I'm not going to bail you out. And and sometimes that's hard. You know, it's your kid, probably. You don't want them to suffer. So you, you do what you can do that help prevent as much pain as possible. Where if it was God working with you, he'd let you experience the pain so you'd learn something and not do it again. Oh, kind of like you said about participation prizes. Yeah. What they, what they learn from it. Yeah, you won't learn anything at the top of the mountain. You learn it on the way up. For the most part. Uh, let's see. Genesis 6-5. Every imagination... This is talking about man. Every imagination of man is evil continually. So, we don't really need Satan for us to mess up. Just our own nature. Because we're sinful, gets us to do bad stuff. I mean, if, you know, was it the idle hands or the devil's workshop, workshop or something workshop, like that? Yeah. Right. If we're not doing something actively for God, our flesh gets in the way. We're susceptible to temptation. But our our mind is going to go in a dark place no matter what yeah. if we allow it. So. You know, the scripture is pretty clear about man loves darkness. That's our nature. We'd rather be in the dark and hide things and do things in darkness than be exposed to the light. Right? Light has a tendency to disinfect. Yeah. Right. Hang yeah. laundry out on the line in the sunshine, and it always smells so good when you bring it in. And, you know, so sunshine is a disinfectant. Um, let's see here. Uh, blame. That's another thing that's, you know, is it a grace thing? Is it just an emotional thing? I look back at you know, Genesis 3.12, back in the Garden of Eden, when, when they first fell, and realized now that they were sinners, they were naked and ashamed, 
God was like, Adam, where are you? He knew where they were. He just wanted them to say something. Yeah. And Adam was like, uh, we're over here, Lord. And uh, I think by that time they had their fig leaves on and everything. It's like, so, what's up? And uh, so they had a little chit-chat, but ultimately, you know, so... So you ate of that tree I told you not to, eh? Well, that woman you gave me, I mean God. She made me eat it. See, my arm was twisted. But Adam, the first see, I think I really believe that if Adam had been honest and confessed his sin. God would have forgave him and then everything would have been way different. Yeah. But he tried to hide. He tried to blame not only the woman that God gave him, but God himself. Yeah. Giving him the woman. Like, <laughs> God, it's your fault. You gave me the woman and then she made me eat the fruit that we were supposed to eat. He's got a lot of so It's all your fault. I'm, I'm just here. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like my own business. Yeah, yeah. I'm just just my, my own business. She made me do it. I was perfect. perfectly happy. But that's where we are today. You know, when somebody gets caught, and we've talked about this before, there's godly sorrow when you know you've done something wrong that hurt God. Yeah. And then there's sorry you got caught. Right. And how to discern the difference. Adam was sorry he got caught. I mean, he didn't really know that much, really, but he knew he was caught. And see, they they were naked and unashamed. They had free reign of the garden. Just don't eat off that one tree. Don't eat anything else. Don't eat off of that one. And then Satan comes along. Well, if he did, then he'd be like God. He would know everything. So you know, then that's that's when things went downhill. The tendency for people today, when they know they're caught in something, is to deny it, yeah. try to hide it. If they know they're doing something wrong, they just try to hide it. And then when they get caught, oh, I'm, you know, I just made a mistake. You know, they, they try to downplay it and everything. It's like, but they chose to do that. So, you know, blame. That's we still do that. That was one of the first things that Adam did when he was a sinner now. He blamed God for giving him the woman, and he blamed the woman for making him eat the fruit. So, that's a guy for you. That's human beings. Romans 12, 17, and then we got 14 through 21, so 17 is in there. Uh this one first. Bless them that persecute you. That's sort of how we're supposed to treat exes. Yes. Most of a lot of the time exes are vindictive. This is Christian Living Radio. They hate you. They want to destroy you. Destroy your life. Because you hurt them. Yep. At least they think you did. So they do things. They use the kids. They do. They just make your life hell. If they can. And a lot of them, we've heard a lot of stories, they sit around and they try to think up stuff. To make your life hell. Right? Well, but energy. The, yeah, it's, 
they spent all that time trying just thinking stuff. But God is very clear about not returning evil for evil because we're one of His and we got to look like Him. And if we're returning evil for evil, we look more like Satan. But that's how you're supposed to treat an axe. Bless them that persecute you. Pray for those who despise you. And, you know, and the other part of that that I kind of like is when you do that, when you return good for evil, it puts a bucket of hot coals on their head. Yes. Yeah, it does. So if you want to get even with somebody that's out to get you, pray for them. And then imagine a bucket of hot coals on their head. Yeah. Um, Ephesians 4.31, let all bitterness, and then there's a bunch of things listed out there, be put away from you with all malice. Right? So all these bad things, we should be putting them away. As part of, Paul was talking about, take off the old man, put on the new man. Right? So these things are supposed to be put off or put away because that's the old man, the old person. Bitterness, anger, evil speaking, you know, there's a bunch of different things in here. Um, and then Romans 13, 8, love fulfills the law. And then in Galatians 5.14 is for those in the spirit they you know, are fulfilling the law that way. But basically it's uh, James 2.8 love your neighbor as thyself. Talk a lot about that one. You have to love yourself first. It says love your neighbor as you love yourself. And uh, Jesus came along and answered the Pharisees, so what are the, the, the most important commandments? Well, the first one was, Lord God, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. If you love your neighbor the way you love yourself, the way you're supposed to, you do all the other, like the Ten Commandments, you're meeting those things. You don't lie to people, you don't steal their stuff, you're not cheating with the wife, you know, uh, all that, all that kind of stuff. All those things, if you love them, you don't do them or you do them. And you put God first. Right? You honor your mother and father and those, those kind of things. So, there's that. But love fulfills the law. It's when you're holding grudges or there's bitterness or you know, disappointment and somebody not meeting an expectation that you had in your mind leads to bitterness and resentment. And so then there's not love there. So we got to be very careful with our expectations. Uh, but it's, you know, the big thing here to remember is taking every thought captive, which is a fruit. Well, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. And with self-control, you're taking every thought captive. Running it through the, fil the filter of the Word of God. Uh, just one little thing here. There's, you know, God is for us. Satan is against us. That's a very active word. They're actively doing stuff either for you or against you. Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy. God has a future and hope. And then there's this other one, which is just the negative of that, not for and not against. I mean, I think that we all know a lot of people are just 
kind of passive. We're not really for them, but we're not against them, right? Or we're not against them, but we're not all that for them either. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're going out of our way for somebody. Right? So there's that. Um, the other thing here is the bullseyes that I like to do. This one up here is the fleshy one. And again, it goes to the responding and reacting. This one is the flesh. This is the react one. So we have uh, this arrow here, the bullseye with the arrow pointing to the center. The arrow is how the pressure is going. So it's from the outside in, even on the other one. But in the flesh one and the react one, the circumstances are exerting all the pressure. Whatever's going on around you at the moment is a big deal. So you have this emotional reaction, this feeling because of the circumstance. So he said something, did something, and something happened, and so you have a feeling about that. So far you haven't done any thinking, you just have a feeling. And so you're in the flesh that puts you at the very center of the bullseye. Right? You're the one being impacted by what's going on around you. You're in the bullseye. The circumstances are dictating what's happening to you, and you feel like a victim. Because you're, you're the bullseye. So you're the victim here. I, I didn't do anything, it's just what happened to me. On the other hand, it's kind of reversed. This one is the response, or the responding. And as a Christian, we have the Holy Spirit in charge, right? So we have the Holy Spirit in charge of us. We're taking every thought captive. We're listening to the Holy Spirit. And yes, we have emotions, but we're basing our thinking and our our actions on the truth of God's word and now we're having influence we are having influence over our emotions so then we can influence the circumstances so yeah things are happening but we're supposed to be salt and light so we're supposed to shed light on the circumstances speak truth about what's happening in the circumstances so we can influence what's going on and not be the victim, but be the victor. And, you know, when you read the book, in the end, we win. So the war's already won. We just have to fight the battles here and there. <laughs> so it's not like we're still trying to win the war. We just got to win the battle here and there. I have a good scenario I want to share on acting and emotions. Okay. I think it's okay. Um, we do counseling by Skype a lot of times out of town, all over the world. And we've been counseling with this one couple off and on for about a year and a half, I believe. They were referred to us by another couple that we counseled. And um, we hadn't heard from them for a while, so we assumed that everything was going okay. And she texted, I believe it was just yesterday morning, just before we started packing. And she informed us of an incident that happened, which is strictly out of emotion. 
just as how fast things can snowball when something like this happens. Um, they're a blended family. He was married before, she was married before. He has kids, she has kids, and they have our kids. And um, she was in the kitchen finishing up a meal with one of his kids, and she asked his kid to help her do something, finish cleaning up. Well, the kid didn't like that she asked for help. So she started screaming and making a big deal out of it. The husband comes into the kitchen, sees his kid all upset, and starts yelling at his wife. And evidently it got very physical. So then the wife got away from the room, called the cops, had him arrested, because I guess it really got physical. And then she said he ends up filing for divorce. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened so fast, but here we are looking at divorce. Whereas if they, he'd have gone in the kitchen and asked what's going on in here, instead of immediately taking his kids side of things without even talking. And here we are, they're looking at, at divorce and she's, what can I do? Pray, <laughs> pray, pray, pray. But this is the kind of thing that happens when you don't really run it through your Jesus filter, run it through the glass, what would Jesus say, what would Jesus do? You just react out of emotion because you, you know, his kid was getting hurt as far as he was concerned, so he's lashing out. So I understand where he was coming from, and I understand where she was coming from, but you gotta talk, you gotta communicate with each other. My God, now the whole family is all upset, He's upset, she's upset, and they're looking at divorce in less than 48 hours. It's a great example of spiritual warfare. Yeah. yeah. The treatment was out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he took the kid's side over the wife mm -hmm. right off the bat. Right. But it's my kid. What are you doing to my kid? Yep. And then it's all emotional after that. So, over Chalk one up for the dark side. Yeah, but I mean, this is how fast things happen when when you're not really walking the walk, you know? I mean, because, yeah, if they were both Christian, it never would have happened. As soon as he came in the room, she would have just told him what had happened instead of letting the kid give her version. She didn't even open up say what's wrong because it's happened many times and he believes the kid over her anyway. But... This is all wrong, and this can be avoided if you just know these things. And we weren't born with this. Larry and I, we haven't learned some of this stuff ourselves. But um, it's a shame. It's a shame more people don't know about the teaching, how you really can blend families successfully. Um, we ask that you keep that family in prayer because, boy, she's, she's really having a hard time, and I understand. But, uh, God will, if she allows God to do it and not try to do it on her own, it will be fun. <laughs> Families ministry program today. This ministry was created to help blended families learn how to use biblical tools that will help you thrive. 
We have Drs. Larry and Carol Smap, and we invite you to listen to our weekly shows here on ChristianLivingRadio.com and to visit our website, BlendedFamiliesMinistry.org, to learn more about the ministry and all that we do. Thank you, and God bless. Christian Living, Christian Living. Christian Living Radio. Spreading the good news of Jesus Christ 24-7. Our goal is to bring you a life-changing word through music and diverse programming, like the one you're listening to now. Pastor Kenyatta Goins is the visionary of Christian Living Radio, and he's dedicated to the idea that Christians should even have a more prominent presence in the marketplaces. Maybe you need prayer for yourself and or your family. Maybe for a friend. We'd be privileged to stand in the gap for you. If you're listening to this broadcast, click on the Contact Us tab and send us your prayer request. We'd also like to hear from you if you have something on your mind or just give us some feedback. We support many ministries, so maybe you'd like to make a one-time or a monthly recurring donation. We believe that when you sow into these ministries, you'll indeed be blessed. And of course, if you sow into this show in particular, we believe that it's a blessing for you, so please consider sponsoring us. There's a special area under the Donate tab where you can send your monetary gift or call 520-812-6363. That's 520-812-6363 to receive more information about sponsorship. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.